0: Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbalay, and today, the moral turpitude of slavery. I've been interested, an advocate. It's been a hobby of mine. It's something I've done recently. Well, really, for the past two or three years. I've contributed my DNA to a public database, and I've looked to see relations contact me, looked to see who out there might be related to me. This came from conversation that my late grandfather had i think probably with my father associated with what happened to the Barbalays through the second world war like what happened to the Barbalays that were left behind in eastern europe through the second world war were they all killed did they disappear there was no red cross records associated with them could i work out some way of reconnecting with people that were related to me primarily on my paternal grandfather's side. And in the process of doing this, I discovered a family that I never knew existed, particularly associated with my father's family in Leeds, on the Barbelay side, almost exclusively. And I discovered second cousins and great-uncles and a wide variety of folk that were really very vibrant and interesting and have added a lot to my life. I met many of them when I was in the UK earlier in the year, and it was really very fascinating to reconnect with this aspect of my family. But as time has gone on, more folk have gotten in contact. The tapestry that is this DNA thing is taking more and more interesting twists and turns. And oftentimes you can't make decisions associated with what direction this thing will take. It just picks up. New and interesting people I was contacted through the week by a woman who lives in the Minnesota area In fact, she lives in St Paul's, Minnesota The area that we came through when we returned to the US from the UK this year So I have a keen sense of the airport, at least Now, what's interesting about her in particular is that she's African American And we hold an ancestor probably about five generations ago Very quickly, I was able to establish that we are related through my mother's side. But aside from that, I have very little genetic indicators that would say, you know, through my grandfather, my grandmother, these kind of things. I'm going to have to actually create those connections in order to establish a better understanding associated with how I'm related to this woman and where in the interesting connection of... Written records, family, oral history, and to a very little extent genetics. I'm going to have to create the genetic, I don't know, detail that I have with regards to my father's family. And I went through meticulously and found my great-uncles, got their DNA, put them in so I know through my paternal grandfather's mother, my paternal grandfather's father, I can get to that level of resolution associated with the Barbalay Component, But not associated with my mother's family because few of them have actually contributed DNA. So I'm going to have to go back and connect some of the dots associated with the DNA in order to get more understanding of how this woman in Minnesota connects with the family history on my mother's side, which is really very interesting and very curious. Now, part of this is associated also with slavery and responsibility of slavery and all these kind of deeper things which I have up until now neatly avoided being some dude from Australia. But I think what's interesting here as well is also the ability to have shared ancestors. Like, you know, maybe great grandparents who one side of the family came to the US and had slaves and the other side of the family went to Australia, for example. I mean, these kind of narratives could occur, but it is an interesting process to reconnect these things with the view that historically, I've viewed slavery and also the social revolutionary movements associated with African-Americans in very different light. I mean, I've never felt any responsibility associated with slavery until now. But at the same point, I'm very politically affiliated with the movements of the Black Panthers, Huey Newton, obviously Fred Hampton. I think Fred Hampton is probably the only political scholar in the past 50 years who I can find any degree of affiliation with. And in this light, I also maintain a lot of the private aspects that the Black Panther Party instilled, which is a Caucasian Australian, even of Ashkenazi heritage. Very interesting, but at the same point, I have to be relatively respectful that there are folks out there that are actually African-Americans in the world today. What was interesting associated with my attempt to connect through Black Lives Matter, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about the political podcast in future recordings. I don't know. It's just something which is very distant and different from my day to day life as a kind of workaday corporate wage slave, want of a better term. And looking at these things, I think the only thing I can do, which is really the feedback that I provided in previous short funks, is listen in these circumstances because I don't think, I mean, I have very critical political views, but I don't think I can offer any day-to-day current perspective. All I can do is listen. And in this slide, I'm really fascinated to see the direction that this new familial connection will take, because ultimately, I have some interest. I'm fascinated, actually, to work out how this can be mapped genetically. I was contacted by a woman who was adopted, who appears to have come from my father's 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 family. But at the same point, I've not been able to find any meaningful connection for her. She's an Australian. But it's interesting. This whole thing is very interesting and far deeper than one could initially have imagined when one first put one saliva in a vial and sent it off. Tom Barbalay in San Jose, signing out.